Family Podcast, Jared. It's the Curiosa Dudes. <laughs> yes, that was good. Awesome. I didn't know what to say. That was really good. But I, I totally knew what you were doing. The little... Yeah. <laughs> Curiosa Dudes. <laughs> Well, if you uh, haven't picked up on it yet with our really subtle messaging, this week is the Batman episode. I'm super stoked. Is it Bat-Man or is it Batman? I think Ooh, I asked that. Before. Great question. Um, well, I think like the old, the, like the original symbol was like Bat, Batman's face, man. Like there wasn't the dash, like his face was the thing. I think, it, I don't think there's a dash. There's a, no dash. No dash. No dash. But sometimes I feel like I've seen it written that way before. I yeah. don't know. Would it be the dash? Like if he was like half man, half bat, but he's really not. So then mm. like, is Batman a title? Hmm. Maybe if he was Marvel, he would be a dash because Marvel mm. put a trademark on a dash. Did they? No. <laughs> oh, I, I, dude, I would legit believe that. Spider Dash Man, though. Is he Spider Dash yeah. Man? Is it Ant Dash Man? Holy moly. I don't honestly know. Dude, did we just figure something out? I kind of feel like a Mandela effect kind of thing because I feel like in my mind's eye, I can see it's Ant, Ant Dash Man. Okay. Dude, you might be onto something. Dude. Okay, Tomorrow, what else? What else? Uh, Spider Man, Ant Man. Let's see. Hulk, yeah, I think those are the only man. <laughs> those are the only man. Those are the only mans. And so, <laughs> dude, you might be onto something. Did Marvel like maybe maybe it's not like actually they, who came out first? Wasn't it DC oh, that actually did come out first? Maybe Super or they're close to the same time. Yeah, because like Superman was what was it? A uh, um, Action Comics one was like Superman. I know that was super old. Super like pun intended. Super old. But then like. Yeah, I feel like that all that art style, like I'm just trying to cycle through my brain right now. I feel like all that was around the same time. We're talking like what? Like the really early stuff was like the 30s, 40s, maybe maybe mm. 20s. I don't know. But I think like 50s, 50s is probably like when Spider-Man and all that stuff, you know, really became like, you know, you know, why, like why those comics are so rare and like super expensive because like. They were just treated like nothing. There was no idea of like collecting things back then, except for like baseball cards. But even then, like the old baseball yeah. cards were like that because like little kids like put their baseball card in their spoke and they get all bent and stuff. So if you can find anything from that era, like the 40s and 50s, it's like on really cheap paper or card cardboard cardstock. Like it's almost like insane. Like parents would just throw it away. Huh. It's kind of cool when you like that when stuff like that survives. It's so frail, you know? Yeah. I mean, I bet they like, they still had collectibles, but it was more like gold. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, the <laughs> real, like yeah, some fine the China, maybe that's probably stuff that was already proven. Porcelain, um, ivory, things that like, yeah. Oh, it could be like, yeah, it could, could be things like that. Or scrimshaw. Things you could trade. Yeah. Leather. Yeah. I don't know. Goods. <laughs> yeah. No, that's legit, dude. Fur. Yeah. What? So, all right, let's go back in time. All right. All right. So here we are. We're back in time. All right. The first comic book came out. Okay. Have we seen anything like this before with like words coming out in the, on the page and it's, it's like watching a cartoon, except we don't know what a cartoon is other than, you know, paintings and drawings and 
coloring books and yeah, I would guess not, man. I, I, I feel like, and again, this is not the podcast where we inform you of anything. This is just two curious dudes. chit chatting. Yeah, we're exploring stuff. this and we could be totally wrong. Yeah. So that's, what's kind of fun, but I feel like, so correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I feel like I know the first like comic book, wasn't really necessarily like a book you would buy, but like would be in the newspapers, like the comic strips, right? Like three or four panels. That probably has to be the birth of it somewhere in there, right? Oh, you're like, right. I feel like it's got to be that. And then as those got more and more popular, somebody figured out that Jack people Kirby, loved Stan it. Lee, early people like that, you know, yeah, like to expand the form, brighter colors, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, oh. yeah, I don't know. That, that'd be my guess. You're but, probably right. But to answer your question super creative like to go from just words on a page to adding bold pictures and like the text bubbles is kind of like a yeah cool. it was the text bubbles because they probably had yeah. drawings and illustrations and then words at the bottom right right kind of like old silent movies where like there'd yeah. be like the action and then there'd be like the little title card or not title card but like the dialogue card and yeah. it'd be like you know charlie chaplin or something like shuffling down the street and it'd hmm. be like oh no i got a pie in my face and then you'd see him like <laughs> Real yeah. cheesy, but pretty cool. And back comic then. books are like usually if you have an illustration, they're for kids' books. Sure. Now, comics were for kids and adults. Am I right, or did it become that? I think it morphed into that. I think at the beginning it was definitely aimed at like kids, maybe like older kids, maybe like early teens to like you know, young kids to early teens and stuff. Hmm. I mean, it's only fairly recent that comic books are cool. When I say fairly recent, like the last, like probably 20 years, I feel like if we talk to like maybe the generation right before us, it was still like, you would not have been cool in high school talking about Spider-Man. Nobody would have known who Ant-Man was like 40 years ago. Oh yeah. You know, like people like that. And I say nobody, but like, you know, like nowadays, like Marvel is like a juggernaut. Like you're, you're not cool if yeah. you aren't caught up. And if you don't, you know, know all this stuff. Right. But like yeah. there was legit a time that it was like, you know, social, like not the social norm to be into this stuff. So it's like it's kind of cool. You know, like the the joke was always like that one day the nerds would win and it kind of came true, you know, like yeah. culturally and stuff. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. I mean, and then you got to hire them to like keep yeah. them organized like in, in the MCU. You know, someone's got to be a nerd about it. And Dude, for real. Uh, Ke Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't. And then not only that, but like he has to be a super fan to like like in the decades of storylines to like know like what's going to play out really well and what's, you know, like on the big screen, you know, and then like, oh, and then not only that, but think about like all the rights and stuff that like Marvel, especially like with Sony owning some and Fox owning. Yeah, the others, like w basically what toys he can play with in his sandbox. Right. But then looking at the comics. And being like, oh, well, I, like in this comic storyline, like the X-Men were here, but we can't use X-Men because yeah. they were Fox. Of course, that was before the merger. Sure. But like, so even just having like the creativity to like switch things, but also what's really inspiring and cool about that guy is uh, I've never really thought about this before, but like he did it in a way that like didn't make the nerds like really mad. Because a lot of times if you touch anything in a comic, like with a beloved character, like, dude they get really mad. Yeah. But he like, he navigated that really well and like changed it. But 
yeah, in an acceptable. I think way, we but. still see that a little bit, but um, you're right. It's like it's done really well. Yeah. Um, I'm not liking this current phase as much sure. for like the cinematic universe, but there are some gems in there. Sure. And uh, it's all still really good entertainment. And and we can't forget that's what movies and everything is all about. Yes. It's entertainment. Like when people get mad or if I find myself getting mad at something mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait, hold on. But this is just a film. Right. Like this, It's for entertainment. Like right. I can't put my own like they can't expect it to go the way that I want it to go. Right. And please everybody, which they've tried to please everybody on uh, Star Wars. Oh, my God. They redid yeah. the ending the on the um, what was that very last one? See, I already forgot the name. Uh, did um, they redo it on episode nine? Talk about the trilogy. Yeah. You're talking about the shows. The uh, the latest trilogy. Was Revenge of Skywalker, Return of Skywalker, The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. The yeah. something. Return of the Jedi, Rise of the Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and they had some cool elements in there. Yeah. That could have been cool. But then it was just like, apparently they went and reshot and like changed the ending 20 different times. Uh, just to like, I don't know how many for real, but it was a lot for cinema. Sure. And then... So they were just trying to please everyone and get a broad scope of well, and so and you know, and there could the, be other things going. This into is that. the Batman episode, which just should be, just be our running joke. I think that every week we should say, "All right, guys, let's finally hear the Batman episode." The Batman and then we episode. talk about everything, but <laughs> and then the next week we say, "All right, guys, it's finally the Batman episode." Yeah. That'd be actually a really funny, a funny little bit we could do. But uh, I, the biggest thing, their their biggest swing and a miss, I feel with Star Wars is not giving one director that entire trilogy to let JJ start it off with the bang. Yeah. Ryan Johnson come in, which I, Hey, I am team last Jedi. That number eight, the middle one is my favorite star Wars thing ever. I really enjoyed that. Movie. I see what you see. And then JJ coming back in and having to kind of like retcon things or, or fix things a little bit. Which that probably sounded like a cool idea. Hey, we're going to have these geniuses go in one guy's going to set it up. Yeah. The other guy is going to like just hit it wherever. Yeah. And then the last guy, <laughs> he's going to clean it up. Yeah. He's so creative. He'll make it work. <laughs> just got and then it was like one sentence and they undid the whole movie. Yeah. Like, I don't remember what it was, but. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. Cause so the big, one of the big things with, uh, with last Jedi, you know, Ray, uh, basically finds out she's no one. She's really is no one special. Like, and we don't really know why the force called out to her and then uh, spoilers. Sorry. And then, um, <laughs> and then at the very end, like that really awesome ending in last Jedi, where the little, uh, stable boy on the casino planet, whatever that was called, where you remember they let all those little animals go and stuff. And at the very end of the movie, he's like, Oh wow. And he's like looking up at the sky and then he uses the force to get the broom to come to him. So it's like, Oh man, other people who don't have a connection to the Skywalkers, which I was led to believe this whole trilogy was supposed to get us away from them and on to the next, which they did in some. It point. was a second one. It was yeah. a second of a trilogy. Yeah. And the third just needed to like, I don't know, accept it and make it. Yes. Yeah. Like it was like a set and then it was just. Oh, just destroyed. kidding. She's really yeah, just uh, kidding. Um, Palpatine's granddaughter, even though we just set up this cool idea that she's really not nobody. And I mean, now. The, okay, so this is where I'm going to backtrack on myself a little bit. The ending, you know, the very final scene where it's like, you know, do you have a last name, Ray? And she says Skywalker. That's kind of cool. 
That's oh. kind of a neat <laughs> moment, you know. But I you thought can, it was really bad. You, can, you don't. Well, not, okay, sorry. I said really bad. But well, it was just like cheesy. It was like, please don't say it. <laughs> please don't say it. It would have been cool. Like she should have been like at she least adopted had, or something. Sure, like, and they could have had that moment too, and still kept the idea that she really wasn't. You know, I thought bringing Palpatine back felt really. Desperate. She's barely even with Luke. Yeah, and she's identifying as a Skywalker now. Yeah, that's so true, I, right? I don't but, know, whatever. Okay, let's get out of this. <laughs> the this, Batman we're, episode. We're in a can of worms here. All right. So we're, the we're Star get Wars episode guys, if we tease coming you next week. Got your blood uh, going, and now we're talking <laughs> over each other. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll save Star Wars for next time because this is the Batman episode. This is the Batman episode. I have a question for you, Jared. So it, it's going to get to Batman. I know it will. But my question for you is this: Do do you have a personal history of reading? comic books of any kind batman or any kind like do, not that, really i don't either but with it was captain underpants <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> was like one of the first comics i did read because That's i just funny. don't like reading i would stare at comics okay and i would look at them but so i like wouldn't get my hands on them that you. much yeah uh it was the cartoons for me okay so what you said yeah, no. no i i didn't do comics either i um I, I do. So my only real experience, sometimes like they'd be for free with something. I feel like, you know, like they'd come in a pack or I feel like, um, you know, uh, going to a garage sale with my mom and like, maybe there'd be like a box of them. And I think the art was cool. Um, Batman ties into this. So I remember really weird memory going to a Kmart in like independence as a little kid and they had comic books and there was a Batman one and the cover looked really awesome. And it was like more of like an anthology. So it was like a thicker, you know, it wasn't just like one loose issue. And I remember reading it and the Batman and the Bruce Wayne in the comic book was so different than any of the movies I had seen or the animated series that I liked. I just thought comics were this really weird like alternate universe. And it's just, you know, that feeling when you're kind of like, um, like it's, it's familiar, but you are so like lost and like not going on. You just feel like this kind of weird, like not like left out, but you're just kind of like, I, I really have no clue what's going on here. So I'm just like, I'm going to shut the door and leave the room and never come back kind of thing. It was just that really weird feeling of like, dude, I didn't know that, um, that it wasn't like one big continuity. You know what I'm saying? Because, oh. like, the Batman was older in this, whatever I read. It was darker. Um, there was, like, you know, some cussing in it. I was just like, oh. dude, it was like, I, I knew it wasn't for me, you know? Yeah. And I probably, you know, had more mature themes than I was at the time and stuff. And I just didn't know. I didn't understand. I thought if I picked okay. up a Batman comic book, it would be like reading an episode of Batman the Animated Series. It wasn't and until it, I was an adult I did that with the cartoons. Mm-hmm. That I started realizing, have I been watching these versions? Because, <laughs> you know, they're actually adult movies, but oh, they're the cartoons. So, oh, so you you're know? talking about like how, how they release like it used to be straight to DVD, but now it would be like, you know, you rent on Amazon. Yeah, like, now it's just streaming or like whatever. Like an hour and, and a half Batman movie. Yeah, but and I'd be like, animated. I want to watch this. Those are cool. And then yeah. I would watch them and they're animated just like how I remember sure. seeing them. Um, but they're like PG 13 or yeah, R sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh dude, this is modern. I yeah. would say it's modern. And then, and then they would throw in the cussing or like maybe some, 
uh, innuendos or jokes. So like the first you know? time you watched one of those, you, were you like of the impression that it was like the old Batman, the animated series, like kind of yeah, like but a kids newer WB, one, yeah. but like, just so I was like, I think Lyric was around and I was like, <laughs> oh, Lyric, no. you want to watch some? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but she was too young to understand anyway, so yeah. I kept watching. Well, and going back to the... She's probably the, like, why is dad watching cartoons? <laughs> yeah, right? Because he's cool. Uh, going back to the old pro tip, that's when you throw on the subtitles. Yeah. But then again, it's like it's probably pretty violent too but <laughs> when you're a parent. but I don't remember if I did subtitles or not. So but. did you... Okay, so comics, neither of us really came to Batman from that. So I guess my next question for you is what is your earliest memory of Batman like when's the first time that you became aware of his existence and my follow-up to that is when was your earliest memory and how did you feel about him like were you like instantly like dude yes or were you kind of like oh yeah he's cool but he's no Spider-Man or he's no Hulk or so yeah what what okay so the all right you're gonna have to remind me the follow-up but the first yeah you're cool the farthest back that my brain's letting me go is actually just the movies with like what was the one with uh, Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy. Is that Batman Forever? That is uh, Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy would be Batman and Robin. Oh, that one. Okay. Yes. So I just remember always seeing the VHS cover for it mm-hmm. and thinking it looked cool. Mm-hmm. And so completely missed theaters. I, I guess I was too young. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would go to my cousins and stay all night. And then we would pick a movie. You know, we'd have the VHS oh, selections yeah. out. And you could just look at all the movies mm-hmm. all in one spot. <laughs> That's awesome. And then you would kind of judge by the cover a little bit of like what looks interesting. And then we would watch that one. Oh, cool. I don't remember a whole lot that even happens in that movie. Really? I haven't even gone back to watch it oh, in my man. adolescence. I, but I've got a treat for you. So you need to YouTube at some point. And listener, you need to do the same. YouTube um, the compilation of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze all of his terrible but equally hilarious ice puns. This guy spends the whole movie making like worse than dad jokes. They're so lame. Really? It's like, what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age. <laughs> he wasn't Mr. Freeze though, was he? Yes, he was. Arnold oh my goodness. Yes. I really don't remember. So what's funny, dude, is... Um, but I remember so, the cover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and so. the bright colors. So Batman and Robin is is widely considered probably one of the worst of the Batman oh, that's films. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. looked the coolest on the, uh, on the but cover. No, but it's probably because it had all the characters. Yes, it's full of cool characters, and it's really colorful. So, like, as a kid... Dude, as a kid, I did not think it was a bad movie at all. It's no. like when you look at it with adult lenses, dude, you should really we should, I need watch to go some back clips. Watch I all. think it'd be fun. It'd be nostalgic now, but uh, dude, that's that's a good that's, one. So, <laughs> did, so you, what was your, or well, what was the follow up? I wanted to, oh yeah. So really quick while we're on Batman and Robin before I forget it. Do you remember that Bane was in that movie? Oh yeah. He's kind no, of a huge I character. reverse tracking when the new Bane came out. Okay. Like, and then I would saw images of Bane because I would try to go to like, what did the cartoon character look like? Yeah. So I Google image it. Yeah. Just to be like, oh, yeah. Okay. This guy. Right. Um, he was such a throwaway character that. in Batman and Robin. I mean, like he was kind of like, you know how a lot of times those movies like action movies, there's like the big bad that by the end of the movie, you want to see the main character like really just get. And then there's kind of like the. Uh, but was Bane ever really a big bad? He was more just muscle, wasn't he? Yeah. And Batman and Robin, he was like, no, he was like that henchman, like that kind yeah. of like. 
the first henchman you got to get through to really get to, you know, he and was he, the first one. He, well, he was one of them. He was oh. not a huge character in that movie. And he was, I think, Poison Ivy, I think, used her plant serum or whatever. I believe I could be wrong on oh. that. I don't know. He was such a throwaway. He had no personality. But I do remember when. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises came out and they said that Bane was the main character. My only reference for that was Batman and Robin. I was like, oh, dude, like he was kind of nice. lame. Like, <laughs> but I mean, we could talk about it later, but yeah, Dark Knight Rises was awesome. My yeah. follow-up for you was, so the first thing you remember was Batman and Robin as a kid. What was your initial impression of Batman? Like, were no, you just, like, he's cool. Like you get up, were you I was, instantly I was like, young yeah. enough that I get up and I go, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And jump all over the place. That's and awesome. <laughs> so that, that's, that's cool. what that was always my reaction right after a movie. Yeah. And I grew up with what four other brothers, one sister. Nice. So there's six of us total. So if we all watched it, or especially if I'm with my cousins too, we were wrestling by the end. Oh yeah. I don't know if you ever did that. Oh like, yeah. You yeah. just thought, my I I see that I grew up an only child, so maybe not as much, but I see that in my own children. Like they, they we were. We started Jurassic World Dominion. It's on Peacock now. And I was like, hey, guys, you want to watch that? Yeah, it was really cool. It's on Peacock? It is. And so I was like, hey, guys, you want to watch the new Jurassic World? And they're like, yeah. And, and, and 10 minutes in, they're like fighting each other, kicking each other really hard. I'm like, I can't watch a movie if you guys are driving me nuts. But yeah, <laughs> it's probably that same. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Sorry. I keep asking you questions, but I'm just I'm genuinely curious. Okay. But when you first saw Batman were you currently into like superheroes at all or like what, you know, did you already have like your favorite by that yeah, point? Yeah. I mean, or, I just, yeah, I'm just it curious. Was, it was more, it wasn't that it was like superheroes. It was more because they were like action heroes. Mm -hmm. So, um, cause I grew up with, you know, playing with toys of the, the wrestlers. Oh like yeah. Just the big, the big muscles was like, yep. always like really cool toy to have. Oh yeah. Any toy. Yep. And sometimes I wouldn't even know who they were. And right. They're just yeah. a cool looking guy. Just yeah. Like big. Yeah. And so honestly, now that I think about it, maybe Batman was actually a toy first that I would play with. Cool. Yeah. I'm before sure. Before I watched the, the movie. Nice. So. And that's always kind of fun. You're like, Hey, he looks like that guy that we have in this bucket over here you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I, for me, I feel like Batman, Batman's definitely my favorite superhero. Batman is definitely one. I've probably one of my earliest ones. And I, I, I'd say the only thing that I liked more than Batman and still like more than Batman, I probably always will is like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, so they're my, they're my favorite of all time. I mean, they, okay. they hit me right at the perfect age and I just, I've always thought they were cool and funny Yeah, and we could talk, I mean, you know, whatever, they probably don't deserve their own episode. If aren't they technically DC, you know, I, I, from what I understand, I'm pretty sure they were in an independent comic, but I think they play friendly with DC or where, is that what it is? wherever or it they became it somewhere down the line. Yeah. So Nickelodeon owns the Ninja Turtles property now, but um, comic book wise, I, I don't really know the world too much, but okay. um, whatever they're in, like, I think they started completely independent and then I could see maybe like they're part of a subsidiary of DC or something, but I don't think that like yeah. they are were published as like a DC comic, but they do play well with DC because there has been a Batman and Ninja Turtles crossover. Oh, and yeah. they made an animated. I've seen that cover. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I have too. It looks really cool. I haven't watched it yet. I need yeah. to watch it. I've heard it's actually really good. 
Um, my good buddy Brandon was messaging yeah. me about that the other week, actually. He's like, you've really All right, missed. so we got to get into what What was your earliest memory of Batman? Oh, yeah, great question. So um, my earliest, earliest, so um, my dad would uh, show me uh, the original 1960s. Um, um, oh, my gosh, what's his name? Adam West, the Adam West uh, one. So the the Batman. The, Dude, I remember watching some episodes of yeah. that. Yeah, I mean it's it's like you know it's cheesy, colorful, it's fun. It, it felt really kind of weird. Like I don't know, there's something kind of surreal about it, I guess, because it was like an older show, but it was like really campy and all that stuff. And yeah, it was fun, but I don't think I really. Um, I don't think that's what made me like love the character and like really go all in. I would say it's probably um, the Michael Keaton one. So the original like movie, uh, ni- I think like 1989, I think it was somewhere around there. And I didn't see it in theaters or anything. I was I was too young. But I remember we had the VHS of it. And so, you know, <laughs> I thought Batman was cool. I thought Joker was great. Um, and so the movies and then uh, Batman Returns was like, man, when that came out, that movie was dark for like, especially as a sequel to the the first one. And I remember being like, man, like, I don't know if I'm old enough to watch this, but it was, it was kind of like maybe on that cusp and feeling kind of cool. Like I can handle this. And um, Batman, the animated series was like really good. So yeah. uh, that'd be on like getting home from school kind of mm-hmm. deal. So, you know, and then Did you I ever just, get into Batman beyond. No, that was a little bit. Cause past, that, was a, that was a little past. Like, yeah. My time. The animated series would end and then Beyond would come on and I just wouldn't like it as much. Yeah. It just felt too different. I did. The only, my only experience with that was um, rummaging in like the $5 DVD bin. Um, oh. At one point <laughs> in my early 20s, I, I found the one. It was like something, it was called like Return of the Joker and it was like a movie, like probably made for TV or whatever. Oh. And I bought it because I was like, you know what? I'm curious to see what this is all about, you know? And I think that was Mark Hamill as the Joker who voiced him. Um, there's oh, our yeah. star Wars connection. Yeah. I know he did for the animated series. Um, and I think he like reprised his role. And I was, I was curious, like what is an older Bruce Wayne like and all that stuff. And so I remember watching it once and thinking it was good for what it was, but I never, you know, I, yeah. and it's just like now, like even in like, I'm not going to sit and watch the original Batman animated series, but I remember it was really cool and I liked it for the time. I'm not going to sit and watch it, you know, again, <laughs> but yeah. I thought it was cool. So yeah, I've, I've, man, Batman, I just always really enjoyed him. Yeah. I always thought it was really cool, but I did always like the whole justice league. Okay. I watched the justice league show a lot. Interesting. And then when it came time for me to move away to college, I still had the justice league on my computer. Nice. So, um, and actually I worked at a laundromat for like a little bit. And I would watch some of the Justice League there. That's too. cool. So, so it was a legit show. <laughs> yeah, like good stuff. The the cartoon. The I liked it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I I honestly I never watched the Superman cartoon. I never watched Justice League. I I've just always kind of been a Batman. Oh. I don't know. Well, I, Batman was always the coolest in the Justice League. Cool. And um, well, sometimes he wasn't there though. Yeah. But I think that's because he was like, I don't know. He's a Lone Ranger, and he's. He, is. he was like a little, it was a little bit like what the DCEU was doing where, you know, Ben Affleck was putting together the mm-hmm. team. It was kind of like that, but it was like, he was more like the Iron Man. He provided the resources. Yeah. There was the team 
and he wasn't considering himself actually part of Justice League. You oh, know? okay. But he would be there to help a lot. So yeah. It was, it was a little confusing as a kid. Oh, sure. Now <laughs> it's like, you know, we're it's just accepted. Yeah. Well, and, and let's be real. I mean, I think one of the great things about Batman is he he's not a superhuman. And he he is like you and I, except he obviously has the resources, the financial resources and the will and determination to train and put his body through all that. Like he's a regular guy, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And he can hang with Superman and he can hang with so all these other guys. I like that about him. Whenever people talk about he's not a superhero, mm-hmm. what do you say? I mean, I think I, he's not superhuman, but I think he's a superhero. Okay. Because he answer. goes out and does it, but he doesn't have the genetic, he doesn't have the, like the biological thing. He can't, he's not Green Lantern and he can't like make stuff you know, appear with that ring or whatever. He doesn't have the superhuman strength and the speed yeah. and he doesn't have all of this stuff. But like I said, he's more of like the embodiment of like human will and grit and determination. Right. And, and I've heard it said one time someone was talking about this and they were saying it was actually his intellect and his inventions and all that, that makes him the superhero. So that's it's his, good. Yeah. It's like, his brain really and yeah. his determination and the skills that like the way that you have to focus to learn all those skills. Yeah. Raz out ghoul. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. Well, I think him and Superman pair so well because I think they both kind of have this, this idea and I wish I was smart enough. That I made this up, but I didn't, I heard it somewhere. The idea that, um, you know, Bruce Wayne is like the suit that he changes into because he's really Batman like that. Batman's who he really is. Like it's reverse. What you it's think. like the reverse and kind of like Clark Kent is the suit. You well, they know, were really the, playing the disguise, on the disguise. Weren't they really going for that on the latest Batman, mm-hmm. the Batman? Yeah. Yeah, they right? really were. That was a really, that was really hammered home. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it, it, and that's another good conversation too, is like our, our favorite Bruce Wayne's, our favorite Batman's like, cause Robert Pattinson in the newest one, he was like a really awkward Bruce Wayne. Like, and he just, I don't know. Like he didn't have like that charm. We should get into all of it. Yeah. But did we finish what we were just questioning? Um, I think so. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's just get into it. Yeah. I don't remember either. Do you have a, yeah. Do you have a favorite? uh, Well, let's start with Bruce Wayne. Who's your favorite Bruce Wayne portrayal over any, any of the, you know, it could be animated, live action, just oh, your favorite Bruce Wayne, your favorite interpretation. Who do you like the most? That would be, well, I guess what I like, the who I like the most would be based on what I know the most yeah, to base on. I, there's no <laughs> wrong answers. Which here. is Christian Bale. Okay. So it's because the storytelling through that, his character, mm-hmm. they actually did the origin where you like lose I don't know. Yeah. And we just explored Bruce Wayne. Yeah. The whole movie. I mean, that Batman begins. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. It was really good. So I, that, that's why I would say, yeah, Christian Bale, what about you? That's a great answer. I mean, that's, and and you hit the nail on the head. That's really the most time on screen or anywhere that we've spent with him, except maybe a comic, which I don't, I couldn't tell you Mm -hmm. about. That's a really good answer, man. I would say 
my favorite is, you know, probably the, my childhood one, I'd have to say Michael Keaton. Um, and then kind of leading into, you know, maybe the next question, but he is, he is Bruce Wayne and Batman in my personal favorite Batman movie of all time, which I'll save for a little bit. And I just, I really like how he is as Bruce Wayne. He's very, now I don't think his Bruce Wayne and his Batman are super different from each other. He doesn't have the cool Christian Bale voice. He doesn't, he's not like Robert Pattinson where, you know, well, I guess they're both kind of similar. They're both kind of brooding and stuff, but uh, Michael Keaton, just very even keel, soft-spoken almost. Um, I don't know, man. I just really liked, he, he was very believable as the wealthy, you know, billionaire that did all this stuff in public, but also like could go out and fight and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember much of those yeah. ones. I, I remember some of the action scenes. Yeah. Isn't that with the penguin and, uh, Batman returns is, yeah, that's the sequel. And then he was in the original Batman too. Yeah. So what's your favorite, what is your favorite Batman? Um, like, I guess, you know, story movie. So I, I want to make it a wide open scope, the dark you Knight. know, the dark Knight. Yeah, I'm still going to go the film route because That's those awesome. ones like, yeah. have um, caught my attention the most Perfect. and I've seen them Perfect. over and over. And I wanted to leave it wide open, yeah. you know, because, you know, that way you're like, well, actually my favorite Batman is, you know, like <laughs> it would be the dark Knight. I was awesome. hoping dark Knight rises would be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, you had the Joker in the dark Knight. Oh, so good. And it was just the way that it even starts in the beginning is just really, really good. It's like, it must be really cool for you because I know personally that like Christopher Nolan is yes. like one of your favorite like filmmakers. And so like for him to do Batman, for him <laughs> to do, take on like really any comic book property, but like Batman just yeah. seems super suited. He was supposed to be more involved with all of the DCEU. Oh, that'd have been cool. Like I'm like pretty sure vision. he was one of the executive producers on Man of Steel. Okay. Um, I thought the movie was cool. I thought it was a little more forgettable than some of the Batman trilogy. But again, I chalk that up to Superman is not my favorite. I don't hate him, but he's just, just doesn't do it. Well, he kind of had that personality. Yeah. A little monotone. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I see what you're saying. But yes, dude, the dark Knight. That movie is so rewatchable. I want to watch it again right now. I might might go and it's nine 50 at night (laughs) right now. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a late (laughs) night. Well, okay, so while we're on the while we're on I'm the subject of this movie, <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> oh my gosh. The only thing with the Christopher Nolan take on Batman <laughs> is like, was that a thing before for someone to talk like that? No, I'm pretty sure. It's like, why did that become a thing? I, I understand <sighs> he's trying to hide his voice. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't a voice changer. It no. was like I, mean, I think I think I like the latest the Batman when it comes to like the voice. Like Christian Bale did a good voice mm-hmm. and it was a good performance, but it was like just the direction of wanting little, to do that. It was like kind of it kind of could it, it yeah. depends on it's forgivable, but it, it, dude, that's a good word it. for it. Yes. It it's really it's up to you and your suspension of disbelief. You have to you, the viewer, have to make the decision, is this dumb and hokey? And am I gonna laugh every time he does it, or I'm gonna say, No, this is how he disguises himself yeah. and uh, the one scene was really cool though, where he's like, I don't know who it was. He was torturing. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> swear to me. Yeah, that was really a good, good part for the voice, too. I don't know anything. I swear to God. Swear to me. Swear to me. <laughs> and he drops them, make them think that they're going to die. Yeah. Like, that was the thing about Batman, apparently. It's like he was such a good interrogator that he would make people believe they were going to die a terrible death and be tortured. Yeah. But then he would get the answer. And then the flip side is and then he, he has he this code he that he won't kill people. Yeah. So it's like, but they don't know that. <laughs> or if they know it, they would start they would to believe, that. whoa, hold on. I yeah. think he's actually going to yeah. cross the line this here. This is the time. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. So, yeah. What, what anyway. was that question? It was like, of uh, all your of favorite, it, what's your favorite? Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going to go a movie too. I, man, I love The Dark Knight. And the only... The only reason I won't pick it is because I, I, I just did. No, <laughs> no. It's not like if we're at a restaurant and you order the thing that I had my mind on, I could, I, I'm content and confident enough. I could order it too. No. Um, uh, it, it came up recently. Somebody brought up a really good point that like, maybe it's, maybe that's not a Batman movie. Maybe we love it. Cause it's a Joker movie, which I don't, I'm not saying that to negate, but I'm just saying like, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It's made me rethink that movie a lot and like why that is the highlight. But m- a lot of people don't talk about Batman Begins at all. And maybe because it's an origin story and like maybe we get tired of those or maybe that like we like more exciting things happen after they become. So Batman Begins is incredible. I am team Dark Knight Rises. I loved it when it came out and nice. I I still think it's good. I think my, yeah. the most unforgivable part is the very end. When, uh, and, and what's your name? Oh, my name's Robin. Like, no, say, your name's Dick Grayson. We, we all know that. You can say Dick Grayson. Don't say Robin. Don't, don't, st- you know, don't dumb it down for us. You remember that? Oh, uh, yeah. But they kind of dumbed it down a little bit and had to go that route. I'm not a comic book guy, but I knew Robin's name was Dick Grayson. That was his middle name in the movie. Was it? I think so. Robin, or, yeah, like it Dick was actually Robin Grayson or something. It was actually his name somewhere oh, okay. in the movie. Yeah, and I didn't like that. I didn't like that his name was Robin, like his real name. Like nobody's named Robin. I mean, come on, dude. Like I don't know. I didn't like that. But <laughs> everything else for Nolan's movies are like so questionable as far as like not totally understanding stuff. Uh-huh. So why was that part spoon fed? You know? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, and I think that's the only time I felt like that he had dumbed anything down. Sorry. Long answer to a short question. My favorite movie, my favorite Batman thing ever is Batman Returns. That's the second one, the one with Michael Keaton. The one with the penguin. The penguin. And (laughs) that was like SpongeBob or someone. (laughs) There was an attempt. Can you do a a penguin impression? Oh, in that movie? I mean, he's like uh, Oswald Cobblepot. When I think of him, I think of him just like devouring fish. And I can't think of any of his funny lines, so. No, I probably can't do a good one, but, um, Catwoman is really cool. Oh, that's what Catwoman. It's kind of violent. It's kind of, was that, um, Hallie? Uh, no, oh, no, Hallie she, Berry or whatever. Hallie Berry did play Catwoman in the, the movie Catwoman that oh. would come out years later. Yes. So oh. that's where you're getting that. And that's totally fine. She was Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer played her in Batman Returns. Batman Returns is probably that was the, and she had like 90, I mean this is all Catwoman but like she had a 94? ton of cats around yeah yeah Selena Kyle yeah she okay. was like the 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 kind of crazy Catwoman oh and uh, Christopher Walken is in the movie really? he plays Matt I think it's Max Shrek is his name and he runs this uh this big business or whatever and he's he's a bad dude and Selena Kyle is like his um 
oh, his like assistant kind of thing, you know, like go get my coffee. He treats her like crap and she becomes Catwoman, you know, kind of gets her revenge. But mm. I love um, it's it. I believe it's still I think Tim Burton did the first two. Really? And I I'm didn't not, know that. I'm not the biggest Tim Burton guy. Like I, a little of him goes a long ways. Like I, I think if you go into a Tim Burton, there's movie, some really good ones. And then yeah, there's some like, he's cool. Okay. This was entertaining, but it was like, yeah. And it's just, you know, like you, you're, it's never subtle. You always know, like a Tim Burton movie is always like a little bit kind of weird for the sake of being weird. But I like the visual style of his stuff. That's true. Yep. He, he's he, artistic. Yeah. He's very artistic. And, I love the setting. So it's like, you know, Gotham in winter. So there's a lot of like snowy. um, There's like the big, one of the big scenes is like this big Christmas gathering and like. So it's a Christmas movie. (laughs) Yeah, you could could say that. You could say that. Oh man, we'll have to do, man, when we get closer to Christmas, we'll have to rank our favorite Christmas movies. We are team diehards Christmas movies. Oh, I mean, come on. Hey, you know what my, what my even favorite my, I think even better example is Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Gremlins. Dude, I, I can't say I remember any of it except for the cover on Gremlins. Man, watch Gremlins. I, yeah. It's great. I was starting to think of, what was that other one? Where they, they hunt the treasure in the basement or something. Goonies? The Goonies, sorry. Yeah. yeah with Josh Brolin. Oh, Goonies <laughs> and Gremlins. They do sound very similar. Um, but no, Batman Returns, dude, uh, visually. I just really enjoy the, I'll use a big word. I'll use a $3 word here. The aesthetic of the movie. I really like a lot. And it is, um, you know, it's, okay. So here's the thing too. So, um, it would be really cool. I, I think you would enjoy it just from your filmmaker brain. It'd be really cool to take time and go through them in order. So Batman, Batman returns and then Batman forever, which is before Batman and Robin, because, if you watch them in order, oh. it goes Tim Burton, Tim Burton. And I want to say, oh, I always get these guys confused. It's either Jerry Bruckheimer or Joel Schumacher. I think it's Joel Schumacher. But they both make big, loud, dumb kind of movies. Not saying bad, but, you know, mm-hmm. they're very different. And Batman Forever, it, it's totally different, tonally and totally different. It's the bright neon colors. It's the really like far out, not realistic sets. You know, it's very cartoony. It's dumbed down. It's fun. Batman forever is fun. It's Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, oh, yeah. Riddler, uh, the Riddler, yeah. Riddler and two face. Um, but it's, it's very much in vain with Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin's like, honestly, a rung below that, <laughs> which is kind of mm. sad. But, um, but yeah, so Batman returns is kind of like the last, for me, it's a, it really strikes the really good tone of it's serious. It's dark. It is dark, um, violent, but still cartoony, bright. Because Tim Burton kind of is very good at like building that fantasy world where it's realistic, but it, you know right. you're somewhere else. So I highly recommend that one. And then it kind of go, the series goes off the rails until Christopher Nolan makes Batman respectable again. But yeah, and those were the first like. I guess, I guess those Batman movies mm-hmm. were the first like really good comic book movies, like, like adaptions film. of movies for a film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Christopher Nolan's was like a whole new take on it. And he said a whole new oh, uh, yeah. way of, I thought you were saying it. Christopher Nolan's were the first really good. Cause I, I think well, no. he elevated it. Yeah. He elevated it, but obviously you're talking about Michael Keaton's and, 
Yeah, um, those were yeah, and I mean for a comic were like, book, yeah. Those were like kind of I don't know, cookie cutter comic book movie. Like they kind of became that genre. Mm-hmm. And then it was like the Dark Knight almost broke that. Oh it wasn't a genre of a comic book movie. It was just a movie that was really good. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, um, dark Knight, you didn't have to be a comic book fan or a Batman fan like that. That one, like everybody liked it. Right. Like I remember, so gosh, that came out, which was a Batman movie. Yeah, I know. it is. It, <laughs> it is. is. But, but um, Joker steals the show. Joker so steals crazy. the show. And they were, it was all about, um, what's his name? Harvey Dent. Yeah. It was all about him too. Yeah. We, oh, it's always think easy about to through the politics and yes. Him um, become, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So I'm noticing a theme. We talked about star Wars earlier. You talked about the second of a trilogy and I find myself drawn to the middle installment. Nine times out of 10 dark Knight, star Wars going back for me, my, my favorite kind of like a franchise as a kid was uh, Matrix. Like Ma- I always mm. say like Matrix was my Star Wars. You know, like I didn't grow up a big Star Wars fan, but Matrix. Yeah. And I think Matrix Reloaded is my favorite. I so love was that the one sequels. at the end. I mean, spoilers if you haven't seen it, but these are old movies. Guys, yeah, so. I think uh, there's a um, bit of a moratorium. I mean, yeah. we're fine. On the second Matrix, is that the one where he starts flying at the very end? So I remember liking that. Oh, one. that's a great question. I think it is. I, I feel like enters God mode at the very end. Well, wait a minute. Or I, is it the first one? Dude, I am second guessing myself. Cause one of them ends where he's on the table and the other dudes plugged into him. Is that how the first movie ends? I felt like, the, no, the first movie, the first one, he flies at the end. Oh, okay. The so second then I remember one, he's I do, plugged in. I think I like the second one the, the best. The second one, the second Matrix has the big uh, highway chase scene with the ghost twins. That's yeah. probably, yeah. And he flies in. So sick. Yeah. yeah. But it's not, it doesn't end with him. Right. So anyway. that was cool. Yeah. I, I, I think I just like the middle installments. I think because the stakes. I'm not always middle. I don't know if I always but am, but I, from what I could think of. The Maze Runner, the second one. Was really good too. Okay, I've never seen it's any like, of those. It beats the the third and the first. Is Maze Runner Star Wars like a Hunger Games kind of thing? It kind of was. Okay, like one I, of those like dystopian worlds. Perfect. But it turns out being an experiment or whatever, you know. And so you just got to watch it. it. Okay, it was an adaption based we on books. Recommend so. Maze Runner? Like, is that worth the time? It's worth the well. I don't know what your time is, is worth, it worth to cl- you, I mean, but it's worth it. Cool. I like, I liked hunger games. If I liked hunger games, would I like maze runner? Yeah. Okay. It is a possibility. You like hunger games a little more, but you would yeah. still like the maze runner. I'm usually a sucker for a good it's a dystopian, big, it's a big dystopian production. Mm-hmm. So well done. Yeah. It's yeah. well done. I'm always down. And is it aimed at, it's aimed at like older kids maybe, or yeah. Yeah, it's older kids. I'm thinking like that might be good when my kids are old enough. Like it'd be good, like watch with them. Kind of two birds, one stone. Let's try this out, kids. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome, dude. But anyways, on Star, on the last Star Wars. Yeah. I like the Force Awakens the most. Did you? Okay. Interesting. But I'm analyzing. I think one of the things I liked the most about it was like the timing of its release. How long Star Wars hasn't been a thing. And then it came out and here it was. And they... It was the one where they introduced new characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did some things like, you know, killing off um, 
Harrison Ford, so. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a big moment. Which was like, okay, I'll let them do it, but whatever. It would have yeah. been cooler if they didn't. But I see that they're trying to get rid of the older people. Yeah. Um, but then it was like the whole time you're just, where's Luke? Where's Luke? Right. Where's Luke? That was my biggest awesome problem. Awesome ending. But other than that, it was like. But then wasn't that a cool payoff? Because that movie, I remember feeling like watching it the first time, being like, man, this is kind of long. Like, I don't think Luke's going to show up. And then it's like, boom. Yeah. Mic drop. And then you got to come back next year and see what happens. Which is why I love Last Jedi, because it's like this big <laughs> moment. And he like, and my lightsaber, he's like, yeet. Toss it away. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. What a cool payoff. Anyway, like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I Force Awakens was really cool. It was real. It was really well done. I did like it. Obviously, its biggest critique is that it hits a lot of the same beats. But what I don't think it gets praised for enough is, is like a lot of people just want to see the old guys and what they're doing now. And sometimes like new characters can be grading and like it can feel forced. But he really was awakened. The force was awakened. (laughs) He really stuck the landing and not only making new characters that we pretty instantly cared about. But, like, weren't throwaway, weren't cheap. Like, they just, I don't know. Like, I, I really, like, Finn, Ray, Poe. You, you're still talking about the second one, right? I'm talking about, no, I'm, I'm on Force Awakens. Okay. Because that's when it introduced so, yeah. Ray, Kylo Ren. Like, pretty instantly invested yeah, in this new story. Yeah, a different style lightsaber. Yeah. And then it actually made sense to why it was that way. Yeah. I thought um, it was, uh, I thought he did a really good job of setting why. up the new universe. Someone should have said something about. Yeah, but he became good at the end, you know, Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, no, he wasn't. Or like, I don't know. Even though right. that's silly. Kylo Ren kind of missed the way. point. Yeah. Well, if you think back to he dies in Return of the Jedi, right? If you think back to it, did anybody know that he turned good at the end? At the end? Was it did. just was it just him and Luke? Yeah, Luke. Oh. Luke did, and Luke trained. But Luke won. Right, yes, but so Luke. Like, but... When, so Ben turns to the dark side, but Luke doesn't know he's going to do it till right towards the end. Hmm. He Luke blamed himself, which is part of why. He's right. Like, I'm trying to. <laughs> this Batman podcast has become our Star Wars podcast, but that's okay because it's a good discussion. Did, Luke knew that Ben was turning, and that's why he almost kills him, and then he regrets it. You know, like he almost lets that take over. Did he have that premonition? Like what you're saying is like oh, he like should have foresaw it when he started sensing that Ben was turning. He should have been like, hey, you realize that you're here, that Anakin. But maybe he didn't know that Ben idolized his grandfather. Maybe he didn't. That's true. Maybe see he that part. That. Maybe he just thought that the general dark side was calling it. That's a good point, actually. I don't know. But I, I agree with what you're saying. Like that, like what you're saying is a legit kind of plot hole. Like, hey, you do realize this evil guy you idolize like basically regretted it all at the end. Yeah. Cause he did. You're hundred percent right. And if Luke's not sharing that story, why is he not sharing that story? Sounds like a lack of leadership on Luke Skywalker's <laughs> part. He, he needs some Mac Lake in his life. <laughs> a little inside baseball there, but oh. um, dude, that's funny. Yeah. I, uh, so yeah, let, let's, let's wrap things up then. Um, how about this? What is, uh, let, let's go the opposite end. What, what's some, uh, what's a Batman interpretation that you didn't care for? Is there any? I don't think there are any. Yeah, I can't think of any that are like like offensive to where like that was dumb. I mean, even the Batman Forever and Batman and Robin are cheesy, but they're still even the Adam West ones. That was like, yeah, 
it's still the time of life that I was in to watch those. Yeah. It was still pretty enjoyable and you could trust that there's not going to be crazy, you know, uh, innuendos of some sort. Like it was appropriate. Yeah. Um, Although it, you know, was maybe not played on the utility belt a lot there. Yeah. So they get that win. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you got the shark spray? The shark spray. The shark spray. (laughs) Yeah. They've got all the, yes. Uh, Holy macaroni. He's got my, my leg. No, I don't know. I don't remember. (laughs) I think what's cool about, about Batman is that Batman's kind of like pizza. (laughs) Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. It's still pizza. Right. So even when Batman and interpretation of Batman is kind of <laughs> lame, it's still it's still yeah. Batman. So there's still something inherently like Even if you actually eat a little bit of the cardboard with it, <laughs> it's still pretty good. There might be some sauce or some grease on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson one, I, I didn't see it in theaters. I do what I do way too often. And I watch movies in chunks, which is probably not the best way to experience. Oh, so that's I, not I know, but, but I mean, but I did split that one too. Yeah. It, it's, you know, and, when you and become a parent, it's just, it becomes apparent that when you become a parent, <laughs> you don't have time to sit for like three hour movies by the time your kids go to bed. And yeah. You're ready apparently, for apparently, <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I, I liked it. I liked the Robert Pattinson one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really, it was cool visually, you know, it, it's not, it's not going to be Dude, one it was that like, I want to rewatch probably very often. But if there's a sequel, like I'll definitely see it. It was weird. The storyline was like really cool and engaging. Yeah. But the way they did the filmmaking was all slow camera movement type yeah. stuff. And it was really artistic and really mm-hmm. done well. There's just something about it that made me like feel like we were dragging. Yes. And I don't know if that could come in like faster pace editing, but mm-hmm. I know they intentionally didn't want to do that. Right. So I, I just, I think it's the pacing I, that feels yeah. too slow. And then, um, dude, I love, okay. I like 90% loved it. So yeah, what I'm talking about too. here was, is the 10%. Cool. Yeah. But I just thought it was always weird where he's like, he never like did any sort of ninja move. You know, you know how like Batman's like quick and, Oh, Swift, 100%. and he hides in shadows. So if he was hiding in a shadow, he would just walk out being shot, mm-hmm. you know, and it would look cool on camera, but it just didn't feel like a cool Batman. Right. And then any move he would do was like pretty slow. Yeah. For it, the moves like no one can see me, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember it that way? You know, it's so funny because like maybe maybe the biggest crime is a lot of it was for gettable but you're right i don't remember any big crazy action in terms of his like hand-to-hand or anything like super impressive i'm wondering though this is year two batman like he's early batman but on the flip side side too he should have just completed his training if it follows the story of the chris of the christopher nolan ones he should have i mean all that ninja training should be pretty fresh so it's kind of See, I thought it was the other way. No, Someone told me he was the mastered Batman. He's just been doing this for so long. And he's like, he's that's wh- why he's weird. that's why he was like the whole tension in the movie was that he was being Batman more than he was Bruce Wayne, you know, and being Batman was his escape. He was emo. 
He was emo. He was Batman. really emo. He was. And everyone says that, and that's that's what but it was. What was cool though is like you said, it, you know, the the way they did it was cool because it was very detective. Like it was very much him yeah. solving and using that side of Batman, which we never yeah. really see too much. And the Riddler. The cool the questions, the way the yeah, the writing of the overall movie drew us in through the storyline. Yeah, it was all pretty good. I, I don't think this is a Batman problem. I think this is a modern movie problem. I think almost every movie could probably trim like 35 to 40 minutes off of the final product. Like movies do not need to be that three might hours. Be what it is. Movies do not need to be two hours and 40 minutes like and, and Although I'm not complaining that the last episode of Stranger Things was really long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, and that's a, a TV show, and that's that long. That's a good point. We really do, like, there's that meme where it's like, you know, Ugh, a three-hour movie? No way. But, like, <laughs> ten one-hour episodes that I'm going to binge in a row of Stranger yeah. Things or whatever. Like, But it's, it's <laughs> there's just something really weird about, like, we're very forgiving with TV. But with movies, like, they just feel so long. And I think part of it, too, is, like, if you're going to the theater, it's super expensive it's less convenient now more than ever, but I love going to the movies and I'll never stop loving going to the movies. But like, you can't pause it. So like, you don't want to have to pee and you don't yeah. want to have to like get up and you don't want to miss anything. And so it's like, man, when these movies are extra long, sometimes you're sitting there like, Oh man, I needed no. to go like 40 minutes ago, but you I didn't didn't bring miss. your catheter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You almost need to. So I think it's, it's this weird thing of where like, we would love the spectacle of the movies, but it'd be nice, like a nice tight hour and a half, hour and 45 would yeah. be like kind of that perfect. Maybe like a two fifteen or two hour and 30 for like the bigger blockbusters. Well, and that's the thing too. Let's go back but to how Marvel. How do you know if you're that good? Well, I think it's like the Marvel effect. So like, dude, if every Marvel movie was like one forty to like two hours tops, then when you get to like Infinity War and Endgame and they're two hours, 45 minutes approaching three, they've really earned it because, man, we've got a huge story to tell. But when you throw almost three hours at like a minor character, their origin story, it's like, OK. Yeah. But now they've kind of solved that where they can just make these mini series now yeah. and just slap it on streaming. And now it's not. I guess it's more all about the feel. Does it feel mm-hmm. like it's taking a long time? Yeah. What's your wife going to say? <laughs> yeah, or your spouse true. or whatever. Yeah, like, because like, well, like this, up. That's this is a long movie. I don't like it when that's yeah. said because it tells me, oh, you're not into it. Right. And then if you are, then you're kind of like, oh, man, like, I wish you were. Yeah. As yeah. excited as I am. But you brought up the point. So really, the length isn't the issue. It's the pacing. A that's movie could be it. three hours and feel like an hour 15 if you're super invested. Like, where'd the time go? But if the pacing's off and the movie's approaching three hours and it yeah. feels like every second of that three hours, it feels Dude, like five hours. <laughs> which goes back into like just the world because we're all being um, conditioned for quicker pacing. Right. Like TikTok. So think, yeah. And, think about TikTok as like the, the tip of that iceberg yep. or the bottom of it, whatever part's YouTube, the biggest. The you bottom. Got, you got to get to 10 minutes before you can be monetized. Is that the YouTube thing? But now they're really pushing the short. So now it's like we're, our attention spans are going yeah, lower and lower. But you know what's, well, you know what's ironic about that, though, is uh, Vine was only six seconds. That was like probably the most least attention span app ever and it didn't survive so they must have figured out six seconds yeah. wasn't quite wasn't quite good well, enough then they extended it i don't know if you remember that i, I was, was all over vine i was never on the vine thing i, I was all over i vine. was like <laughs> i was all over vine 
<laughs> you couldn't That's, pause it or anything. That was good. And so he <laughs> all over the vine, baby. Dude. Yeah. I could see you being like really into that. I could see you like, did you make vines? I was quick to like hack it and figured out a way to put on good quality video and then quickly learned that that's not what you're supposed to do, even though you can do it because that's what Instagram became where it's like people are showing their like DSLR really good edited mm-hmm. photos, right. and putting it on there. So I was expecting it to be like that, but this, it was really the birth of ugly video is yep. what I call it, where it's just sure just straight up raw and people are just looking for content. They're not yep. looking for, did it make me laugh? Yeah. They're not looking for a quality at all. Yeah. Maybe like just good enough quality that it's well, you know, right. you can, that it serves the purpose of whatever the content is. That's legit. Yeah, that's I, I'm always in awe of people that not only can like come up with one really big funny idea, but like replicate it over and over again. Like just really creative people. Oh yeah. You know, I just yeah, like Vine, like some of those Vine stars and stuff. Like I've I was never in on Vine when it was around, but I have, you know, like Obviously, it has a really good reputation and stuff. Sometimes on Twitter, it'll be like, you know, a thread of people linking like really funny old vines. And then like there's YouTube compilations. Here's the thing. Sometimes Vine makes me feel really old because like some of like the memes from that are like the weird noises and like the weird cuts and stuff. And like it's so fast that I'm always kind of like, I, I don't get why that was funny. <laughs> you know, like I oh, don't understand it. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, there was a bit of that. I think I just kind of actually there's a lot of that. Yeah. Humor. I just that became the culture of Vine where mm-hmm. it was like everything is distorted and turned up way too loud. Yes. I didn't understand. Like, I don't that. understand this. And that was when like people would start putting wigs on, acting like another character. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I'm like, dude, like, okay, some of these are funny, but like this would be even funnier if you had someone else just actually be in the <laughs> video, which I still think that for TikTok. It's so it's low kinda, effort. Yeah. It's like one guy and he's playing like the part of a girl and he literally puts like a dish towel on his head and now he's the girl. (laughs) That's so low effort. (laughs) Which I, I actually follow a guy on TikTok that does that. And he's Uh like, his thought processes are actually what brings you into it. But I just wish that he would keep the script, (laughs) but then just put someone else in there. there. Sure. Oh yeah. But, but you know what? It goes back to that idea earlier it's what we are willing to suspend disbelief. So if the content is good enough that I believe that the dude that pushed a dish towel on his head and films himself from another angle is the girl in the skit. And I like instantly buy that. And I think it's funny or interesting then. Yeah. I mean, it was worth it. You know what I mean? It's really like the, the content. Yeah. It, it's that's all, but it, it just cracks all me up. It's, really like, it's so low effort. Yeah. <laughs> or at least like do something different with your voice and not annoying. Like, I don't know. Right. The way my dad did it on YouTube, he did that, but it was on oh, YouTube. The GMC. And yeah. The, that was funny. It was really good. Or it, Shout like out it according to know, It was easy to watch. It didn't feel like. He oh, was, that was really funny. Yeah. You guys, we I'm going to plug it again because you have to watch it. Look up according to Dave on YouTube, the one about the GMC truck hands free. That video is funny. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I can do with my truck. <laughs> He said he wants to do a lot more and make those characters. Oh my and then, gosh, yes. Um the a little background story is that they would be brothers or something. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I could t- dude, he handmade handmade for it. Your dad was made for the skits and the screen and 
just funny. You you tailors are all like just funny people. And not like, you know, yeah, you guys are all funny, you know, like you you guys are easy to talk to and good natured. Yeah, you could almost be one of our brothers. Shout out to the Taylor family, the long lost one. Hey, I was adopted. What if I was? Hmm. I'm not. I've kind of figured out. We should get into that, but not today. Yeah. Yeah. Or not today. Next week. Or not too afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Too afternoon. (laughs) Too afternoon. That is funny. Tomorrow, to afternoon. <laughs> you can't say tonight because then that's hmm, right. Weird. Hmm. Well, anyway, did we get any good feedback this week? Any? Uh, yeah. Any, well, let's run through any listener feedback. We did not get any like um, messages. What's well, up? Okay. Do you have your phone? Uh, I do have my phone. Do I need to look up see, something? Yeah. Let's let's see if we got any comments on Apple Music. I love Apple. So here we go. In my feed, I see episode five, Space Conspiracies, Autumn and Thongs. Dude, that is the best title. (laughs) Assuming you've already listened to that, if you're listening to this one, that cracked me up. (laughs) I was wondering what you thought about the title. I loved it. All right, go to show. Let's see. What am I looking for? Yeah, how do you get to reviews on this thing anymore? Episode website. Ew. Because this would be good for people leaving reviews. Oh, we, you just go, you just scroll down. We have a clean rating. Look at us. That's good. The episode website, There's, Anchor FM. Nice. Look at that. This is probably really riveting pod. Yeah. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Us scrolling on our phones. Um, there we go. Oh, ratings and reviews. Okay, cool. Three what? ratings. Did we get a new one? Is that what you're... Three five stars. Nice. Three five stars. Now, Sweet. can we get seven five stars? Oh, surely we can. I mean, I feel like, you know, at least two people listening to this could could make time of their busy schedule and find it deep in the cockles of their heart. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> What is that part? Isn't that like, uh, is that like uh, what they say about Ebenezer Scrooge or something? Like, I feel like that's an oh, old reference. Like the Michael Caine Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah, any of them. That was from the Muppets. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you know what? I think it's cool that our our three ratings were all five stars, so thank you guys. Dude, what about a Facebook comment? What are people saying there, or any text that you got? Didn't your friend say something? Um, Oh, yeah, so I had a good buddy uh, message me and say that he uh, enjoyed, um, enjoyed listening to the show. My buddy Jeff, shout out to you, Jeff Shields. Uh, really nice, encouraging words and just uh, enjoyed the banter back and forth. And uh, he uh, really enjoyed the uh, the discourse about walking back awkwardly from uh, bowling a ball. So <laughs> last week's episode went a, went went a little on the long side. So if you didn't make it to the end, make sure you get to the end as we uh, take a deep dive into why it's so awkward to walk back from the bowling alley. And uh, or after you bowl a ball, why is it awkward? Um, we also got a correspondence from a a John T in Tennessee, who said that he really enjoyed uh, listening. That'd be a good title of a movie. John T in Tennessee. Tell I was thinking you. just John T. John T. Big John T. Oh, that's because I'm thinking of a movie called John Q. Oh, Keanu Have Reeves. I haven't. Denzel. Oh, is that Denzel? Yeah. That's not Johnny Mnemonic. Is that what is I'm a thinking really? Of. That's, that's a. That's a. Hidden gem. John Q. John Q. Is John Q the one where his kid's sick? Yes. Dude. I've never seen it. And he holds 
it's not a spoiler. It's part of the thing, but he holds like a whole uh, area hostage. Yeah. Just so they'll get the part. I remember when that came out. Interesting. A, it was like a heart transplant or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yep, totally ringing a bell. But John T, not John Q. I, John T in Tennessee, I can safely say, has never held anyone ransom in his life or anyone hostage. This is a good guy. And he uh, wrote in that he enjoyed listening to an episode while he was uh, hanging some drywall this week. So uh, if we are helping you get through a task, man, just uh, keep scrubbing that dish. You did a great job folding those towels. Hey, I really like how you lined up that drywall. Oh, hey, I saw how you just turned the ratchet while you're working on your car. That was really good, man. (laughs) You needed some strength to do that. Way to go. (laughs) Ma'am, I see you rocking that baby. I'll talk a little (laughs) bit quieter so we don't wake him up. Whatever you're doing right now, hey, you know what? You're on your way to work. You're going to kill it today. This is going to be a great day. Ooh, yeah, you're going to, you know what? Why don't you cast one more time? If we guess what you're doing, (laughs) you got to comment. Then go and comment and give us five stars. Five stars if we nailed the activity that you were doing. You got to do it. Honor system. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually I will stop procrastinating and get the Facebook I triple dog double dare you. That means you have to. You have to. That's in the rules. (laughs) The triple dog dare is the most sacred of dares. (laughs) Oh, when you had the dog, can to you it? tell we're at the end of our? Yep. <laughs> um, one last thing. This isn't a long, a long one, but watch this, dude. <gasps> Merch. Let's go. What do you think of that? Um, I. He's looking at a shirt. I'm looking at it, and I love everything about it. Oh, and I'm awesome. gonna order one. Sweet, because that's really cool, guys. JT Visuals. That's V S U A L S dot com. Um, slash store. But if you don't do slash store, I put it on the homepage now. So there's a Curiosa Dudes line. Um, we got a shirt that says, we're all dudes. Hey. There's <laughs> yes. a small hey in there just for humor's sake. Oh, I love uh, it. It has kind of that retro look. It it almost reminded me of like a Space Jam it vibe is. or it's something. It's spacey. It's techno. It's kind of like an 80s and 90s. It, it's just, it's really hitting every everything that I enjoy. So you... You knock this out of the park, Jared. So it's it's all from our philosophy from this podcast. I'm a dude. He's, he's a, a dude. dude. She's, she's a dude. dude. We're, We're all, all dudes. dudes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> For real. That, so, that positive message. Yeah. We're all all are welcome at the table. Yeah. We're, we're redefining this word from what people think it means. That's right. We're gaslighting this word. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> We're There's all no dudes. more dude slash dudette. No, yeah. No we, more. Dudette, come on. We no, threw no, that no, word no. out epi- three episodes ago. We said no more. Just say dude for everyone. Yeah. We're all dudes. Dude, yes. <laughs> say say that to your wife or significant other. If you're a guy and you have a girl as your significant other, just call her dude and see how she reacts. Like, dude, this dinner was great. <laughs> okay, so there used to be a thing where I would, if you go, dude... That it like you weren't calling anybody anything, so you could always say that. You could. It's kind of like an exclamation. Yeah, dude. It's like whoa. Yeah. Or something like that. It's a what do you call those words? Onomatopoeia. No, that's that's the never mind. Is onomatopoeia the the word that sounds like like wham? It like describes what it is. Yeah. (laughs) That's That's a good one. That's just dude. (laughs) An exclamation. But yeah, I love it. There was an old man. There, there's some old movie or or something where the character literally is talking about the word dude. Like, oh yeah, dude's everything, man. Dude's like a like happy dude, sad. You know, it's like 
dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Dude is such an all-encompassing word. And How we about are we make encompassing a, people. We make a retro trailer for the shirt. <laughs> okay. Or dude. for the store. And all we're doing is saying dude. Dude. Different ways of saying dude. 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 I feel like this has been done. It is. That's what I'm saying. I, I, it's a reference. I can't think of what it is. So reach out to us. We are live on Twitter. So interact with us on Twitter for right now until I stop being a lame yeah, dude. Or get if you Facebook know us going. personally, just yeah. Facebook or just something. Just send us a text or a Facebook message. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're all dudes. That shirt's awesome. I'm going to go on there and order one. Sweet. And wear it. Is I, I try to make the pricing as low as possible. Oh, that's because, a really good price. Um, that's a so very it's only fair like, price. What, $1 profit every time is the lowest you could go? Yeah. So that's because I want people to have the shirt. I, and I think, like, what I like about it is it's not like uh, the Curiosity Dudes podcast. It's not like it doesn't, it just looks like a shirt that you would find, like, on the wall, like at a cool right. store. Like, yep. At H&M or Target or something, you know. Sweet. Like, that's a Anywhere compliment. that sells, yeah, anywhere that sells, like, cool graphic tees, like, I would see that and be like, yeah. I like that message. We are all dudes. <laughs> cool, guys. You can get one. There's three different colors. It's unisex. It's for because we're all dudes. We're all dudes. Um, there's multiple sizes. It depends on how the inventory is for those sizes. So, yeah, just go and check. And and when you, you buy it, it, you're supporting the Curiosity Dudes, but you're also getting a really cool T-shirt. And Absolutely. I think you're going to enjoy having it in your closet. So check it out. Dude, that's, that shirt is incredible. That's jtvisuals.com slash store. JTVisuals.com slash right. store. I love it, man. And well, until next week, Jared, this what? is Drew <laughs> signing <laughs> off. Oh, I don't know. We're signing off. How do I hang up the phone here? <laughs> How do you get out of a podcast? Well, How do you leave? I think it's something like this. No, that didn't work. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about this?